0: Hello Hello, and welcome, you You are are about about to enter the Large K Podcast. On everybody, my name is Kazu, and welcome to another great installment of Large K podcast. Yay! How's it going, guys? It's been extremely hot, and because of this heat, my eczema is going crazy like very crazy. I recently started this diet where, uh, well, here, let me let me tell you a story. So, I went to go see an herbalist because because my uncle and my aunt has been noticing that that I have this really bad eczema and it's very itchy and it's very irritating and because of that, I'm having trouble falling asleep. So what they suggested was to go see this herbalist and basically they will uh, check me up and they will give me some medicine and also tell me what to eat and what not to eat and the list of things that I'm not supposed to eat kind of sucks, to be honest with you. I can't have any gluten. I can't have any soy. I can't have any dairy. Uh, I I could eat meat. I have to avoid pork. Also, I can't have alcohol. So no beer for Kazu. No, no alcohol for Kazu completely. I'm a cold Turkey now. And I mean, I don't know how long I'm probably going to have to keep this up for like a few months or maybe even a year I'm not sure but I really want my skin to get better so I'm gonna have to really commit to this but anyway that's what's the latest with me and also I've been practicing a lot with my band Marube we played a couple shows already Uh, one was at the Rift Mountain thanks to Alex Posca for uh, hosting that show and to have us on the bill it was really awesome and then yeah the first show went really great and the second show was at Bridgetown where my friend Adrian aka Ceramics has invited me invited us to play and during that time it wasn't with the full band but it just it just ended up becoming two-piece which is my brother and I and that I think that worked out well too. I think I think Marube is better off as a full band experience, but maybe eventually there should be one of those like stripped down shows, just like we did at Bridgetown, because that was a really fun uh, experience. And now we have another show. Yeah, we have we have a couple more shows coming up. We have one at Beatnik Bandito at September 6th. and uh, yeah, we're we're going to be playing with other great bands like ECV. Earth is a Death Star and Kevin Nichols. Yeah, which he will be headlining, which is really awesome because I've always wanted to play a show with him. And then uh, the one that's coming up soon is on August 16th. I'm recording this on the 15th right now. So technically tomorrow we are playing a show with Earth is a Death Star, Past Hype, and Curling, who I'm not too familiar with. But let's just go ahead and transition into the episode right here. So <laughs> this is so this is this large K podcast episode uh, is with a past hype. And I got to know Eric just through Instagram. He DM would me and asked me if I was interested in interviewing any bands for the Asian American Pacific M- Heritage Month, because he he also goes by Moon Room and he uses that name and he curates these shows uh with all these different asian american musicians and uh artists and i think he puts on i i think i think he does a really great job honestly i i've i've gone to like some of the few of them like there are some known names on there there are some people who have just started playing shows and my goal is i eventually want to get involved and also just want to give a quick shout out to eric for um letting me interview a band and also yeah also letting me interview him and his band yeah so this is with past hype we covered some different topics we talked about how the band started and all that good stuff so i hope you enjoy it this is large k podcast with past hype yeah
1: Gear. That's right. And then uh,
0: Colin. Colin. Michael. Michael. Chris. Yeah. What do you guys play? And past pipe.
1: Well I do the box. Colin's lead guitar. Michael's keys and vocals. And Chris is our newest member. He does the drums. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Just one.
0: to check. like one more thing. Okay, cool. The um yeah, so I actually like there's one one thing is when I was like looking through like your band camp like as Past Hype like I was a little bit confused because like I know that it goes by like ETA but then like there's an EP called Past Hype so I was thinking so which one is the project you know? so yeah. like why do you even go by Past Hype
1: now instead of ETA well it started off as a solo project just under my my name and then I recruited Colin and a few other members and we started translating that into a live setup. And then when I released my first EP, it was called Past Hype. And at that point, everyone was so involved in translating it live and creating this new kind of uh, collaboration that I, I figured that we should probably transition to a name other than just BTA. Okay. OK. So the first thing that came to my mind was just adopting Past Hype. Past Hype from the EP the EP. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys all, like, know each other? Cole and I have a mutual friend, mm-hmm. and we hung out one time, and I think he might have mentioned that he played guitar, you play guitar? Yeah, I think
2: it was um, outside of uh, mutual friends, I think their, her mom had, like, a little store okay. over in Echo Park, and we met, I was there for, like, a, uh, the
1: opening night, and Eric dropped by for a second. Yeah, yeah. and Mark and I have been friends since since college. Yeah, we went to the us together. Since our undergrad days. Okay. And Chris' cool story is <laughs> that Colin and I and my friend Miki were going to eat at his, at his bar. Mm-hmm. And I guess they recognized each other. I'll let you tell the story actually. This is cute. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I just look like at Colin
2: and I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> you play guitar? <laughs> yeah. Without even like, recognizing amazing. you? Like,. First, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a very, uh, just a coincidence, man. It was just yeah, you were um, <laughs> just eating, and you recognized me. and I, I took me a second, because like, you had a beard, and you grew out your hair. I think last time I saw you, you were clean-shaven with like short hair. So Yeah, but it was cool. It was oh, all okay. nice. It oh, so. Yeah. I mean, how has the experience of playing in the past life been like, so far? It's been cool. It's been interesting. Um, I mean, we've, we've gone through quite a few... Uh, little changes here and there, and yeah, I think it's an always a evolving process, too. Right, so yeah. Yeah. You continue to get more comfortable with each other, more new territory.
3: I see.
0: So like, the live, so past hype pretty much kind of started off as like more of like a live thing than like a, you know, I don't know, cause like,
1: when you first started off as an ETA, did you actually like play solo shows or like? No. I actually can't play an instrument. Oh really? So okay. Yeah. So when I first started off, it was kind of on a whim just to, I guess, exercise another creative outlet. So I started off mostly writing for the screen and directing and doing music videos. And at a certain point, I had a few roadblocks and, and failures. But I was inspired by the artist I was working with in the music video realm. And then I decided to, to revisit making music again. And, uh, I actually worked with Obitzu, one of my friends, and he helped me produce a couple of tracks. Okay, I had a couple of tracks left over from back in the day when I was freestyling, doing some rap songs, hip okay. hop stuff. But yeah, it's it's mostly been an experiment between building a a, a second hand or a, a shorthand between these guys. Okay, yeah, but I don't I don't play anything. That's really interesting though, because
0: especially if you if you don't play an instrument now like, for me it's like um being a guitar player and like a keyboard player it's like you play you play some sort of chords and then like the other the others will kind of get the understanding of like maybe what to play next but like in your case like
1: how do you communicate that usually through references i'll, I'll have an idea of what i like you know I'll, I'll play them stuff and a lot of times they they're just intuitive enough and intelligent enough, where they'll understand my my jumbles and my my long-winded explanations, and they'll kind of interpret it themselves. So. so it's a lot of interaction between all of us,
3: yeah. But it
1: really, starts off with how patient they are in the collaboration and trying to figure out what I'm saying. Okay. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Yeah, definitely, definitely involves a lot of communication. Yeah. yeah, establish yeah. that.
0: Musical foundation. And for, for you guys, like, are you guys all a Music. musician that took more of like a DIY approach on learning instruments, or are you guys classically trained? or? Yeah. Uh, and they're fantastic trained, so yeah, DIY, 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 Yeah, and you
2: a lot of practice. Okay.
4: Yeah, I'm a little bit of both. I, I learned originally horns in school, so I like pitched from bowling and baritone to uh, and then, uh, when I was 13, my parents were like, you would get a TV or a keyboard. And then my mom like, pretty much guilted me. She was like, "But you really should get a keyboard." So I like, just relented and got a keyboard. Something. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I taught myself keyboard, and then uh, I picked up a couple other instruments too: the D, that way, the banjo. The banjo is the most recent.
3: Experience.
0: Okay, gotcha. I, I I was about to say you should the TV.
4: <laughs> I know, I know. But you know, all my friends had TV, so it was really easy just to be like, "Oh, okay, I'm going a sleepover, or whatever." Yeah, that's true. Would you bring the keyboard to sleepover? You know? <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: have
1: a even trade. Play them a lullaby, you know. Yeah. What about you?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I've been playing Yeah, I oh, gotta go to work. So, gotcha. Have a good one. Working so, class yeah. citizens. Um, but um, load up. It's good that he he was still part of it. You know, um, that, yeah, that, that, that Chris that, that actually, while he's leaving, I see, you Chris, he's only been with us for. Uh, I think he never oh, this dude, yeah. yeah, yeah, starting uh, That <laughs> so, meeting that we had, that that serendipitous meeting, was only about a month and a half ago. Yeah. So you, we practiced three or four times, mm-hmm. and then did our first show. Yeah. Uh, at the OP last month. Yeah.
0: So it's worked out really well though. It's gonna be ending now. Oh okay, gotcha. We can just move this over. It's all good. No, we should continue the interview. through Lindsay. Yeah. Um it's, it's right through it. I actually like your uh, I wanna I wanna know more about your relationship with uh, Tony Mitsu, um, you know, who's, who's who, I, who I think is a really cool musician, but uh, how do you so you guys know each other because you guys are friends for the longest
3: time? We were acquaintances,
1: Martin and I went to along with, with Michael, we all went to so I see each other. Okay, and I met him briefly because I was hanging out with a friend that he actually was a housemate with. And then he dropped his first LP modes. I remember seeing on Facebook, listening to it. At that time I was trying to re-enter music videos. Mm -hmm. So I I reached out to him and then we started talking and had a dialogue. And then when I moved back to LA, we did a music videos together. Okay. Uh, they After that, And that collaboration or that partnership, did to do this together other? Kind segment of segmented to making some music together too.
3: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he did. Just, I mean, I was looking into like some more recent, like past
1: type stuff, and we do have like a collaboration with yeah. him too. Yeah. he he mixed, and mastered, and 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 helped produce all the songs from that first EP. Yeah. And then we did a one-off called o- Old Age Perpetual Babes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's been, I don't think this would have been possible if he didn't initially help out. OK. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to Tony <laughs> Hootsman, Yeah. Martin's an angel, man. It's really, sweet. Yeah. yeah, it's great to get some great seasons. Yeah. Have you guys played, like, shows together and stuff? Or? Actually, the first show, that we played together with Fomimitsu was the last show that we played, which was our first show in like seven months, Okay, but it was cool, it was, it was, uh, I guess I've been trying to play with him for a while just for symbolic sake, mm-hmm. so it's nice to see that come into fruition. Mm-hmm. I see, now like, um, for like,
0: you know, for, for you guys, like, um, I know you guys currently play with past, you know, past type and Eric and stuff, but um, are you guys also involved in any other bands too? At
2: the moment, or? Uh, I play in another one called uh, Kinky and the Nymph.
3: That sounds really familiar. Huh? Yeah, we we've been playing a lot in
2: uh, mostly Long
0: Beach. Long Beach, okay.
2: Yeah, it's my friend uh, Omar's band.
0: Yeah, I think I think I met like some of the members in that that Okay, before. okay, yeah, I'm very familiar with that name up a at a house party or something or like okay yeah was it was it like a while ago it was a little while ago I was with this band called take pictures
1: oh yeah take like pictures or uh, are having of Mine. yeah yeah, uh, yeah good guys I interviewed them too for this podcast so, cool yeah that okay good. Good. yeah yeah, yeah. You know, that's one of our first shows with take pictures and uh, we'll play the next one too. actually our next show mm. is gonna be with take pictures I saw that, yeah.
2: yeah so they're cool dudes. yeah like there too yeah
0: I like that it's very Space Rocky it kind of reminds me of Hun, or like, you know, Failure, just really, kind of those older bands. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Are you? No, I'm not in any
4: other bands. I'm on Channel Cloud but I can't even remember my name. I think it's-, <laughs> it's either Scarecrow, like, Lead Floyd Juice or Rock and Roll Refugees. So good luck finding that. Rock and
0: Roll Refugees. <laughs> yeah. thing. And you know, this is like completely off topic, but I thought the, uh, the skeleton that's on your um, arm,
3: uh-huh.
0: the hat, I thought it was wearing like a Devo hat or something. Uh, okay. uh, it was
4: actually just kind of a fedora and this, this actual skeleton with this actual hat actually exists in my actual home. Actually, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not like pretend one. No.
0: Yeah, I like it though. Yeah, for currently, like I know you guys are practicing for a live shows at the moment. But are you guys planning on like putting out
1: any new music or like recording um, anything with this current lineup right now? Or? Yeah, that's the plan. That's kind of the reason why we took a short hiatus. Mm-hmm. It's just to it wrap our heads around recording. For me, that's the most important element right now because we went through a long stretch where we maybe six months where we played about 25 shows oh wow Okay, and we weren't recording or focusing on that at all but we were also trying to catch our bearings and learn each other and also there was turnovers so you know, transitioning between members and getting comfortable again but right yeah uh, there's definitely material that we created in that process I want to lay down because I, I really like and, and also aesthetically I've tried I've, I've kind of changed where I think we might be going and wanna get there a little bit sooner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sonically I, I do wanna let that skin shed and, and move forward. But we do have some stuff we're recording right now. Okay. Hopefully that we'll EP soon. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for for this one, is it gonna be like still under like the ETA
0: kind of an uh, umbrella or is this gonna be like a separate like No, this is like,
1: gonna be our first pass type release as as a unit and we've actually released two songs already off of this yeah. This EP, uh, the first one, "Skyhook," which was the first song that that we did collaboratively, mm-hmm. and then we just dropped one "Tsunami to with Anton again. And there's gonna be three or four more songs for the EP. So hopefully, it comes out maybe in the early fall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The um, just out of curiosity,
0: I remember you were mentioning about how um, since you can't play instruments, and also like in the past, you have
1: rapped before. Like, yeah. are you planning on rapping even more in past hype at all? Or? <laughs> It depends, yeah. The beat hits, and I feel it totally. There's this one song that we worked on that's based off a sample that on the second verse I do kind of freestyle off. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to revise that and, and keep it in there, or if I'm going to find something else. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely always in the repertoire. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, it depends on when we're going to use it. Yeah, when that beat hits, man. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear your out. That sounds really cool. Yeah, you know, I I hadn't done it really since I was in my earlier twenties. I had a lot more angst, so it was more immediate. But now when I do it, it's kind of boring. Um, <laughs> I'm so laid back, you know. I see. Yeah. Well, I have to check that out. Then. Yeah. It's really um,
0: like what you said—twenty-five shows within the span of six months. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, you guys must have played with like so many different bands. Oh man, we play with so many bands and it was definitely a learning experience because most of us, none of us knew, re- knew each other really. Okay. Really? So it was this like simultaneous building of a relationship while also trying to figure out how to play live mm-hmm. and making it sound good. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of missteps and uh, <laughs> I would recommend it to the band <laughs> starting out trying to play that much. Uh, it's better
4: it has to be it reminds me of like the the um, stand up comedy stories you hear about just the level of failure and in front of how many people. Right. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And, but getting through it and with the incentive to get better every single mini time that happens makes you better and yeah. The accumulation of that effort is Definitely worth yeah.
0: it, is it because like, because like you take so much missteps in such a short amount of time? Like, is it is that why like you
1: don't really recommend it? Like, like I think like, getting a, a polished product and also familiarizing yourself with your bandmates before you take that large of a leap is important. I'm because sure. when there's an issue on stage. Like, cohesiveness is tested in a lot of times because the relationship isn't there. Yeah. You fail the test. Yeah, correct. But at the same time, like, not to
4: equate ourselves with, like, the level of these bands, and you would pack out, like, artists like, you know, Ron Woods and the Rolling Stones, like, how many bands was he in? Like, with Rod Stewart. He played in, like, The Faces and, you know, all these different bands, and you just go through the history of, like, Jimmy Page. Da, 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 da. So, you know... yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess in the sense of having a crash course, and that is, yeah, you know, it does. It is. It's not recommended, but in the end, yeah, it makes you better. No. Yeah,
0: that's true. that's true. On this podcast, I like to ask this question: but what's one of the most memorable artists you've seen live? And this could be both for a DIY or a venue show that we played with, or that we just. um uh, it could be. Um uh, it could be. It could be both. I mean, like, I, usually it's somebody that you've gone to see, but. I mean, of course, like when you play with
4: somebody, you end up seeing them. Too, so. there, I'm just trying to wrap my memory, because we've seen so many artists, and some of them have been amazing. Some of them have been astonishing, but the difference between that and memorable can be a chasm, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm going to say you. You might say Roger Waters or Neil Young.
4: Oh, no, that would be in general, but like, even the artists we we performed with, there have been... Oh, there was, who was the girl that played the koyoto?
1: Oh no, Jack Wong. Oh, Jack Wong? Yeah, yeah. She was cool. We played with her at The Lost Room for last year's um, Asian American Pacific Islander Encore Showcase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was fantastic. And she had brought um, her
4: violinist on, I think, for the first time, Mm and they just ripped it, you know. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, it's stuff there's so many people like we played with and just going out to see like mo- different kinds of local artists um I went to a Young Lovers show at the Hi-Hat recently yeah and uh, there was a Japanese band um it was a Japanese punk band I think they called like Salsa Salsa yeah yeah uh, I saw them that was really cool oh, yeah. oh you went to that show yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um yeah but also uh I'm thinking of like Esther too okay yeah Esther? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh Koi okay. or, uh, yeah, okay, okay. Kim Kang. she used to play him, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Another, uh, yeah. I saw Fuck UK as, at, at Naval like, two months ago. They're really cool. And, yeah, they had a lot of visceral energy. Uh-huh. They wowed out, and it was really cool. But, in terms of, of other artists we played with, Phoebe's guitar. Phoebe's oh, yeah. the yeah. yeah. guitar is dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're really fun to see. Yeah, that's a great one. And yeah, them.
0: yeah. Then you come back soon. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah. Sometimes shows are blurs to me though. I don't really, especially if you know the we play, I kind of
1: just focus on our set. Yeah, and, and overcoming those nerves, and then the rest is just. Me trying to be in the moment. Yeah. Do you guys get anxious before playing a show? Usually, yeah. Damn. Actually, my experience for the last show, I don't know about you guys, but I had, Ooh. like, a lot of nerves, mm-hmm. and I was really, really, really nervous. Like, I, I was not expecting to be that nervous. And I'm not sure if it was a layoff Yeah. Or, or what, but I hadn't been nervous playing in a really long time, but just that first... I first showed back. My yeah. knees were trembling, and damn, it was yeah, it was kind of weird. I was thrown off by it. getting now. <laughs> yeah, he's nervous. Yeah, do you guys get nervous?
2: Uh, there's always like a certain level of, of like nervousness or anxiety. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It usually like peters out within like the first like couple minutes yeah. of like playing. It's just like it's just the kind of anticipation of knowing that you're gonna be doing this thing, but it always settles itself I guess. Like and then you know when you're playing with other people too especially like you have all that energy kind of help carry you. Yeah. It's the moment. But uh, Yeah. I guess it shows you care of something. That's true. Yeah. Yeah,
4: I don't get it. I, I mean, I, I have a general sense of anxiety, but I guess nervous is like, <laughs> <laughs> always like, is with the connotation of like anticipation. And I don't really have any more anxiety than normal. Yeah. And anticipation. Playing. So, yeah, once you're in it, you're in it. I'm, d- I'm definitely like focusing in another place. Nervousness and anxiety would not
1: be the, mm-hmm. the place I'm in. That's one cool thing about playing first, that I realized I enjoyed the last show. Yeah. Is step in, you get your set done, and the rest is just a night out. Yeah. You do not to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Playing last or playing yeah. somewhere in the middle, you have to start, comp- you start comparing yourself to so the axe.
3: Yeah. You know, You start wondering about
0: how you're how you're assessing it right now. Yeah. accumulation of anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. Just knock it out. Definitely, man. Yeah. This next question has something to do with especially with like what you're involved in a lot, Eric. Yeah. Is uh, you know especially with the uh, AAPI, you know,
1: Asian American Pacific. um, If you if (laughs) you to spell it out for me. Uh, There's there's Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. Yeah. And then there's other acronyms like asian pacific american and asian american pacific islander yeah so moon room my i guess my curatorial arm does the aphm showcases for the first for the month of for the heritage month yeah and then occasionally i'll, I'll curate maybe one or two on showcases or aap aapi or apa okay yeah i was wondering like um this is kind of like how i like
0: talking about third visit that star about it like what is that like what do those showcases like
1: mean to you and why do you put so much effort into it
3: right
1: it's interesting because the first season that i headed that that event or those showcases was out of kind of a place of It's kind of well documented, but I, I went to the Chinatown Lunar Fest that was put on by Buzzbands and La Weasley, and I was with you another know, bandmate who's not with us anymore. But I think we saw we saw four acts, and they we were all white. And at that time, we were just getting started, and we were having a hard time booking shows. Yeah. So that amplified my angst towards this situation where we were at like an a Asian-American heritage situation and uh, there the was no representation. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt insensitive and it was annoying. So from that I was like, well damn, we should have showcases that have Asian-American printed acts and then hopefully that can be a, a precursor to building awareness in situations like this. And also some self interest was involved, we wanted to play some more shows. Mm-hmm. So that's actually one reason why we played so many shows in, in that, that early span of time. Yeah. Uh, this year around was a little bit different. Uh, there was such an upswell of support for it that it was really just a, a, a labor of love. Yeah. And uh, we only played one show, and you know, every every act that was involved played one show. So the, the quantity and the quality was. Vastly improved, but yeah, having representation in some of these circles are very, dominantly white. Yeah, and you know, helping to build awareness for, you know, booking mm. agents and venues and other acts that might, you know, push those good in a certain way. Yeah, just to have them know that there are bands and settings up there that the, they could probably have both diversifying things. That's yeah that's really important. It's it, really it's really
0: interesting though. Like I, cause like I'm not really like familiar in the world of like booking shows or like with bands and stuff like that, but like do you feel like I don't know in the past
1: Asian American have always had like a disadvantage in this situation or I just think it's not at the top of anybody's minds. I mean if you're a majority, or not a minority or marginalized group, why think about it? You're already see it, a, see a privilege. Right. So it's just not. They don't have to think about it. Right. So just maybe helping them, planting that seed that yeah, it's it's important to other people. It is is valuable in itself. Yeah. That's true. Yeah
0: it's cool though because like even like now like if you look at some of the bigger artists like like a lot of the ones that I see now um, like you see Mitski or like yeah you know, or like Jason who are like you know major like Asian and then like but they're really like a prominent artist now so yeah there's definitely
1: a transformation in terms of I mean it's not like it's a slow rise but in terms of uh, Asian Americans being able to be at the forefront mm-hmm. or to be superstars, it's definitely something that's, it's changing for the better. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's more possible. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm just really glad that like you're, you're getting a lot of support from it and like, and I'm sure like next
1: year, like there's going to be something more exciting even coming up. That was so. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely fun. And it's definitely a cool experience meeting so many new people each, yeah. each time. And every time that I put together a show or I'm looking for the US to possibly put together like a, a certain kind of vibe for a show, I, I assemble across so many new people, definitely. so many new Asian American artists, and it's, it's, kind of, um, it's really ex- exciting and kind of overwhelming actually because I want to have all this people involved in these showcases, you know. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah. next year you
0: guys have play not only 25 shows but maybe 30 shows <laughs> well probably not
1: but I mean <laughs> it'd be nice to have that option <laughs> yeah would you guys eventually like want to tour at all mm-hmm. yeah I'm open to mm-hmm. it up, yeah, yeah. yeah gonna you gonna do you want to tour it. Michael? I would do it yeah yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah I think that uh, we are working at Snail's Pace so mm-hmm. it's hard to Foresee where past height might go. Yeah. But one thing I learned is that from playing that, that stretch of shows, if, if you have the opportunity to play in front of large acts or large audiences with established acts and your product isn't good, it's kind of a lost opportunity, you know? That's true, yeah. So we were most of the times the lowest on the building pole of the bills we played on and yeah. we had no 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 music recorder out there to I actually see. push so mm-hmm. I think until we have you know an E P or two out and we are we're already solidifying our sound but until then you know that's like a phase that we haven't really even considered yet. Definitely. But it'd be cool, yeah of course. Yeah of course yeah. you yeah. always want to excel at what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> And you guys, you guys all uh,
0: currently work mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Is it hard to balance out the work life with um, kind of focusing on music project at the same time? Like, is it hard to kind of like schedule practices or like
1: you know, play some shows? Or? It can be. Yeah, it can be a I think our biggest obstacle is the distance from each each other. Yeah. Because a few of us have pretty festival schedules, mm-hmm. but getting together because of, of distance mm-hmm. is has been kind of a hurdle. Yeah, Los but, Angeles distance. Yeah, LA distance. Uh, so distance. not too far in in miles, but far in. Inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean you guys, you guys are really working working things out at the end of the day, so I'm pretty excited about like how this project's gonna like come through. Like yeah, you we're know, yeah, coming nice. up. But do you guys have like um besides like recording and stuff, do you guys have like any
1: goal that you guys want to accomplish by the end of the year like, as a band? Or guys? Okay. I do have some ideas, but I'm going I know. To... Well, I, I honestly
4: don't have any goals. But I'm a very, very go with the flow person in general.
1: That's so, good. So, yeah. Yeah, that's Michael's best trait. Yeah. In our dynamic. Yeah. Uh, uh, We've gone through some. Sorry. Okay. We've gone through some some positions with members that kind of haven't ad- haven't been as ad- congruent with, with, with the vibe of the, of the band. Mm but I think right now we're all kind of on the same page. That's
2: good. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess only the trying to get done with uh, a couple of VPs and play some more shows in um, mm-hmm. just different areas. Is we haven't been playing really as much, but if we can get those things together you know, by the end of the year, sometime after, like soon afterwards, it'll probably be just be like really nice because we'd have like actual like a uh, gauge of average uh, people's interests and also just like how we feel like musically up on stage. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah, just a short term right now. Okay,
1: yeah. 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 I usually come from a really technical standpoint and I'm always gauging my goals for, for this project in, in that sense but uh, just leveling up on the performance side hopefully making things more theatrical yeah. and more engaging for the audience visually. That's a goal, you know, and, and just, in my, in my mind I hear us honestly in a certain way and I think the closer we get to that with practice and, and doubling up in, the in, our, in our gear and how we present ourselves mm-hmm. on stage, that's a huge goal for the end of this year. Each, each show we hopefully book we'll get better at, but again, yeah, this first EP out Heaven's the Ceiling, Yeah. and then after that just trying a different way of recording and, and getting another one out really quickly those are my two goals for the end of this year. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, I pretty much asked everything that I wanted to ask, but I wanted to go transition to this section called This, This, That, That where I'll be um, I'm just gonna show you guys some like just short random questions. Mm-hmm. You guys just answer it. Okay. Um, start off with something simple. Uh,
1: cats or dogs? Dogs. My dog. Yeah. Neutral.
4: Yeah. i got. I'm a dog person, but I also have two cats and a dog.
1: That's so the question. Dog. So dogs. Right? I'm, dogs yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm a dog. Yeah. i a dog. Specifically Rosie <laughs> and, <then laughs> and specifically booty. <Rosie. laughs> Person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is that what you are? Uh I don't I don't own any. I, I have two geckos at the
3: house. Nice. Oh yeah. a
0: gecko person. Yeah. Kiro and Yami. They're like these two, two little tiny like leopard geckos, but they're really chill. You know, they don't do anything to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually one of them me really hard ones. Really, really? Yeah, that kinda sucks. They teeth? Um, they have jaws, but yeah, they could
4: buy you. Do you have one of those like half logs? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I got this like
0: rock that they could hide inside, but no, I don't have like those half wads you see at Petco.
3: Probably why they Better get that gecko <laughs> a half wad. Yeah. I'll- Treat me like the consumer that I am. Yeah.
1: Did yeah. you get it
0: from Petco? Oh, I didn't, I didn't get it from Petco. Did you find it? Mm-hmm. No, I like, want. So one leopard gecko I got through Facebook. Um, yeah, somebody was just offering. The well, wants a free leopard gecko? That was a joke. I said yes. Oh, he, said, he said it's yours. And so. then you were like <laughs> in the
4: gecko stage, and you just acquired another. Yeah, one. I just
0: acquired it, and then and another one. Uh, my, me and like my ex at the time, like you know, we wanted to go get like a female gecko, and we saw this one that was kind of like stranded from like the rest of the group, and I was like, I want that one. And <laughs> we just took her in. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she doesn't want that bit in me, so I don't know. She's <laughs> she's probably like pmsing or something. I don't He's by himself. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Biting man. yeah. A yeah, hostile.
0: Yeah, but they're very, they're very chill. I mean, they sit, eat near worms, they sleep, you know. yes.
1: yeah. I had a pet new when I was younger. A new? Mm-hmm. What is it? An amphibian? So they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds they're awesome. awesome. They're water-based amphibians. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I never, I don't know anybody that owns a new. But yeah, I know, I might had one or two when I was growing up, I thought they're really cool. So I got one. I think it's only good I had Like to take baths with it. Just like it
4: wow. yeah. hanging on my belly. How know. big was it? That size of my hand. Oh but wow. It's, it's kinda big. yeah. Because yeah. we had boots and salamanders even in Jersey where I grew up and they were oh, like, they were like a lot of Yeah, they guy. were like you know that size like or yeah. that size maybe. Yeah, yeah. Aren't are salamanders like poisonous or like Whole species, can they? I'm not sure. that would be non-poisonous, okay. Maybe if someday, I don't know. It's
0: like whenever I see like colors and spots on, you that, you see. See. yeah, yeah, well that, <laughs> that's <laughs> probably a good <laughs> impulse, <info, laughs> honestly. That's like a trait of like, do not touch me. So like, you know, I don't know, they're colorful, but
1: yeah,
4: you know, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like to I miss it. It. or Her, uh, maybe it was like in between, because like just.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, maybe. Here, we'll move we'll on to the next one. Um, sure. uh, if you could visit uh, anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? I
2: guess the first thing that comes off to the top of my head is I uh, think it's called Ayers Rock in the middle of like, Australia. I don't know, it just seems like a really strange place for a giant rock to just be hanging out, but I guess it's like. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's like a see the indigenous culture there. It's like a sacred site too. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just ever since like I saw it as a kid in like a one of those like children's atlases or something, and just like oh, what's that? And it's just like desert giant rock <laughs> in the middle of this giant like mass. I don't know. It's kind of
0: so there's like nothing around it. It's just like a big rock.
2: Yeah. I yeah. I I think people used to climb it, but then they finally. Like, uh, Got people to stop because it's a sacred site, okay. but like, yeah, when it, when it was colonized, like the, I guess the British, right? They like climb it, but I just want to go
0: see it. Yeah, yeah. why not. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, just like what you said when you look read look at the Three Atlas book, if it looks cool, you just want to go to it. Easter Island was like one of them for me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool.
4: Yeah. I always want to go to Thailand and just visit that country, I think. Yeah. Just because it looks cool, for obvious reasons. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Thailand. Yeah, and just crazy golden pyramids with the gajillion
1: statues, jungle, and stuff. Yeah. What about for you? I haven't traveled too much in places. I've been in Southeast Asia, I've been to Eastern Europe, I've been south of the border, and north of the border. So many places. Yeah, it's yeah, the real answer, right? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah just so it's everywhere, yeah, everywhere. I guess it's in a, a reductive sense, I would probably want to visit the most haunted place in the world, wherever that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, yeah, I want to. So abandoned hospital yeah. in Japan. Tell whatever. me where the most haunted place is I with do the do most paranormal activity. Yeah, and that's where I want to go. I second that one too. Yeah. Change answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have the next one. Um, do you guys feel about three eleven? I prefer the time to the bands. Mm. Was it embers the color of my embers?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, um, Somebody, somebody was really into three eleven. Uh, you familiar with Step Up? Step Up? Yeah. The I, I think it was a joke, but I, but I remember like they somebody's one of the member's birthday and they started singing that song. <laughs> I think it was to
1: get get at the door guy. At the bar, but I don't know what you I'm at Orange <Fort laughs> County, so I have a, a really strong familiarity with the 311.
4: It's triggering. Mine's <laughs> 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 nice just on strict recognition of the numbers, and <laughs> it. So yeah. Do you like their music? I've done zero-bit familiar with yeah, it. What yeah, what else they got,
1: though? They have
3: that song. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They have that immutable disaster. Um, they did a cover of like the one song, by the Cure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Love Song. It's like a reggae version of that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I'll do
4: my homework, and if I recognize any, I'll get back to you.
1: Total disclosure, though, I did have that Love Song on some big CD at some point. <laughs> Along with POD. I don't know what else is on there. <laughs> 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 it was one of the brightest moments as a physical lover. But the youth of the nation. <laughs> you put the nation. I don't know if that was on there. Yeah. That was right before my AFI phase. Yeah, the AFI phase. The AFI phase. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Love the AFI.
0: Yeah. A friend of mine works at Whole Foods and uh, he, he saw Davey Havoc walking in. Really? And he said hi to the guy. It was supposedly really nice. Like in the day or down here? Uh, and, and like down here, like over in the hell roads or something. yeah. Weird. Yeah. I
1: so guess everybody comes through. But are you from there? No. You're down there. From Orange County. Orange County. But so I know, like, I know 85, I think originally from the Bay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're from the Bay. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I think Tiger Army. Like, like, yeah. I used to love Tiger Army too. Yeah. Going yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have, like, Actually, no.
0: That's a, that's a that's an interesting question. Like, just like how you were saying, yeah, me and Five phase, Did you guys have like certain phase of like of, like during those like nostalgic times that you sometimes go back to thinking like, wow, I was into that. I didn't know
2: that. I'm trying to think.
0: I can think of
4: one actually. Uh, uh, well, no, because honestly, when I listen to it, it's not bad still. But yeah, I used to really like crisscross, you know, oh, crisscross? Yeah. I missed the bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I have to say sorry for. I just met. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a really it good, good taste of music. I'm apologize. Well, I listen to everything me. old. That's probably yeah my problem. Sometimes I listen to really corny old stuff, but it's good, and I'll defend it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's I mean it's crisscross is fun.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's fun. I mean I listen to a lot of disco like Sister Sh- Sledge and Chic. People want to talk a lot of shit about that stuff, but then when you connect it through Nile Rogers to like, you know, The Godfather's of funk and soul and bring that to light to people, all of a sudden a light bulb goes on, and all of a sudden disco, you know, yeah. is cool. You know.
0: Nice. Like I gotta put yeah, a bunch of stuff didn't Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Yeah. Then you like work with like David Bowie and stuff too. I was literally yeah. just
4: about to say and then David Bowie's another great uh, five degrees of separation to bring people around to listen to someone. And go yeah, he blah 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 with David Bowie and everyone's just like, Oh, I'll give him well, the light like, of day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. no, that's that's pretty interesting Did you have any things?
2: I'm pretty sure I probably had several because I was just, like, listening to a bunch of different stuff. I remember listening to, like, metal for a while. And that period, where I was listening to, like, a lot of, um, just, like, different kinds of, like, hardcore punk stuff. There was, like, a record store around the corner from, like, an actual, like, legitimate, like, old, like, so, like, old-school record store that eventually got closed because they got robbed, but... What? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of sad. But I do remember, like, the kind of, like, uh, I did buy my chemical romance C D once. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was uh that was back when like I had like some friends that were like super into the, like that genre of music, tried it out for a while. How long did you try that out for? Like, I don't know. Maybe a maybe a couple months. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> you a call in.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually I I uh, you'd be surprised. I, I teach after school at the charter school in my school. My students are sixth, eighth grade, mm-hmm. but they're still going strong. MCR is still going strong. You still see the t-shirts right next to Twenty One Pilots. People still love them. Yeah. And people still have crushes on Gerard. <laughs> so. It's amazing. It's strangely timeless. Yeah, that dude is like working on comic books
0: right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen any of them? Yeah. Uh, I haven't read any of them. I only I only just saw him on like Kevin Smith's podcast and stuff. But, like, oh yeah. Yeah, but. I'm kind of interested in reading some eventually yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but no I just want to say uh thank you so much for being part of this podcast like, and thanks I hope that wasn't too weird for you guys yeah no, it's chill it's really fun yeah, thanks for having us yeah of course yeah. and you know right before we end um the video portion will end right here but for the audio portion I wanted to play one of past hypes on it, uh what would you guys like need you on the show
4: I'm not even sure what we have
0: one time we played
1: Tsunami, too. Mm-hmm. Tsunami sounds really good. Yeah, but Colin really seemed like he wanted to play Skyhook. We're, we you yeah, up to we, Colin. I'm sure, let's play that one since we haven't played it. Play Skyhook. Alright. I'll just preempt it by saying this is the first song that we made as, as class hack and it was at the very end of last summer when we did those treasure shows, and I was totally exhausted mm-hmm. and madly depressed.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> but it's, it's a, it's a happier song. It was that, yeah. Is that it?
4: Wow
0: yeah. what, what are we doing? Is that Just <laughs> Uh, yeah.
3: All right. Got to Let's, Let's do it. it. All right, cool. Well, thanks a lot, ladies. Thanks. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, John, no one. No, no, you gotta don't no mistakes. do miss no shots ever, ever. No.
0: that was past hype. That's right. Past hype, everybody. I'm very happy that I did this episode. I really want to thank Eric and his crew for making this happen. Also, sorry it took a while for this to even come out in the first place. I've been extremely busy, and... but yeah, I'm glad glad this happened. And also, I'm very excited to play a show with them. Very very soon actually tomorrow so yeah I can't wait to go see them live and yeah if you enjoy their music don't forget to check out their uh, stuff through Bandcamp Uh, you could also check out their social media I'll include all the links in the description box so please check it and if you enjoyed this episode and if you like what you're hearing then you can subscribe to this channel and follow me on Instagram so you get more updates on me (laughs) me and uh, what's been going on with my life and as well as podcast episodes as well so uh, yeah thanks a lot for tuning in my name is Kazu and that was Large K Podcast for you see ya